0: And welcome to Netball Nation. I'm Emma Louise Jones, and I'm joined by former England Roses captain and director of netball at Loughborough Lightning, Sarah Bayman. Hello. Hello. And ex England international and head coach at Leeds Rhinos, Maggie Birkenshaw. Good afternoon. Hello everyone. to both of you. How are we both? we good. Thank you. All good. Right? Yeah. You, yes. oh, good. Nice. There's a good atmosphere here today, isn't there? <laughs> uh, now then, this is your one-stop shop for all things netball. So do remember, if you're listening to this and you've got any questions at all that pop into your head, be sure to tweet them to us at mynetballnation, and we'll remind you of all of that kind of stuff at the end welcome to netball nation so today's show we've got lots to cover including ladies some debt that needs collecting yes. following round three it's going to be my uh, overdraft soon uh, yeah and you are actually a Mags you're on your way now as well I know Cress can see me kicking a box around that's following round three of the Vitality Super League uh, we're going to analyse those performances look ahead to round four's fixtures and find out which superstars Maggie's been getting selfies with over the oh, weekend dun dun. don't give anything away yet Okay, okay that's I, a didn't, tease. I didn't even see you at the weekend Maggie what are we talking about I have no idea
1: burn it wasn't me it was not me Right then, I'm always in the presence of greatness
0: when we do this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, now this weekend also saw the regional rounds of the national schools competition, so we'll have a little bit of a chat about that, and we're going to touch as well on grassroots netball and how we develop this sort of longer term. But first, before we get into the show, I just wanted to touch on something we didn't discuss last week. Following the epic quad series, ladies, yes, do you know what I'm going to talk about? Jamaica, Um, Jamaica. who are currently positioned third in the ranking table, so above the Roses. What do you think about their chances now, World Cup-wise?
2: I think they're very high, to be honest. Um, I think it was talked about briefly um, on the coverage of Quad Series that Jamaica kind of just go about their business very quietly. They've not got an amazing amount of funding, so they don't have the opportunity to play quite as many internationals. But if you look at the Commonwealth Games results, England... I think England were luckier in the Jamaica match than they were in the Australia yeah, match. Absolutely. Really, they kind of stole it from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I think England knew that, Jamaica knew that. And Jamaica obviously devastated it, but went on to win the bronze medal match. The quality they've got at either end of the court in Shamira Sterling and Janil fowler is... Sorry, just Janil Fowler now. But incredible. Like, incredible players. Um, and I think teams not having seen them that much... For, pre-World Cup will probably play into their hands because they're a very different style to um, the Southern Hemisphere teams, a different style to England and South Africa. So I think, yeah, I think they were going to be a bit of a dark horse come World Cup time.
1: And um, I know that there's been a little bit of trauma, a bit of upset within the camp, you know, settling down on coaches and what have you. And they've now got themselves to a point where a few of their girls are playing abroad. So obviously Shamira was at Loughborough last season and made a massive impact um, you know, I think she was most valuable player for the most of the year. She's only been a year, a year wow, that within is incredible. within the English game, and then Australia just, just came swoop, in, swooped down, it, left, they took took her, took her yeah. out of it. And Sarah pointed out about the fact about the style. The Jamaican style is is unbelievable. They're very, very athletic, and they've got the you know the the two strong girls at either end of the court. However, in the middle, they don't have that much experience, but they have enough to make sure they work it through the cart sufficiently to get it to
0: the ones that make the difference. So do you think people are now starting to stand up and notice them? Yeah,
2: I think so. And I think previously, because they kind of fly under the radar a little bit, people didn't take too much notice. I think the Commonwealth Games um, performances in particular, it was like, actually we like we can't ignore jamaica because they're going to be a real threat and they're going to be a threat for quite a few years Shamir is only really young mm. janiel fowler's not that old um they've got some good youngsters coming through in the midcourt so yeah i think people people will be genuinely worried about jamaica um and i think it's it just puts world netball in a really healthy place where you you wouldn't know who was going to win you put jamaica against any of those quad series teams you couldn't call a winner no, at all. so um i think there's sort of like five you add Uganda into the mix, you add Malawi into the mix, who, I think I said on Twitter, are unlikely to win the World Cup but could prevent Upset. another team yeah. winning Upset. it. Yeah. Um, so you put them in
0: the mix and it's it's got all the makings of the best World yeah. Cup ever, I think. Exciting ones to watch there then. Okay, now on to the Vitality Super League. Sarah, Loughborough had a tough yeah. away out there. I feel bad saying this. They had a tough away out in against Mavericks and you lost 51-64. Now, yeah. it was going to be a tough game. You knew that. Yeah. Uh, but what can you take from it ahead of next week against Sirens? Hmm. I,
2: th- I think the biggest frustration from um, a Loughborough point of view was that we we played well, um, but we just gave too much ball away. And I think I said at the end of the game to like to the girls like, I think we've all proved that we can defend and we can turn ball over now. so so stop making them prove it by just giving the ball back to the opposition. like it's it's so frustrating because because we were doing some really good stuff, but you can't give that much ball away and win at this level. um and like credit to Mavericks they we got it back to within four and they and they pulled away again. so um yeah, some some definite positives to take away and again, we'll go away this week try and lower our errors and we've got another tough fixture against sirens at the weekend, so we've got to fix up pretty quick
0: it doesn't knock your confidence going into that
2: no not at all i think actually uh, i was kind of more pleased af- i was much more pleased after this one than than after the was game and um yeah i think there's, there was much more exciting stuff um than there was disappointing stuff but it was individual errors and you know basic errors that let us down and and i think that's kind of the frustration that w- we can do it we just don't.
0: <laughs> I like that though, there's optimism there. Yeah,
2: always yeah. optimism. Yeah, you I wouldn't it. get up in the morning if I wasn't optimistic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now then, I'm sorry to be the one to point out, but you both Owe oh, me money. Oh, oh, we need the Tinder. You. The yeah, we need some jingly noises, <laughs> don't we, for coins. So basically, seven stars beat Celtic Dragons 5740. And you both, because you agreed on this, do you remember? You know what? I hadn't one?
1: factored into that fixture. The Hulk fact Hulk that Holthausen was yeah. back. And for as much as people will turn around and say, you know, one person does not make the team, that is correct. Because they did have the strength, but where they were lacking, I thought, was in the shooting end. And Super Captain comes back into the squad after a fantastic quad series for South Africa, and she's clearly made the difference. I mean, to be fair, Dragons are now my least favourite team because they're costing me a fortune.
2: So, <laughs> <if> I, <laughs> I've, I've not seen that game, so I don't know how much Marika had an, an effect on stars or if Dragons' form is just up and down. But, if, I mean, if they could just do one thing or the other, that would be great for my tipping. <laughs> How much have you lost now? That's well, that's at least a tenner. So <laughs> it's going up. It's going you know, up. I'm not paid enough for this.
0: <laughs> now this weekend also saw both Thunder and Wasps remain unbeaten. Thunder beat Sirens a massive 70-45 and Wasps beat Pull sixty one fifty. So firstly, Mags, over to you. You were mm. at the Thunder game with the Leeds Rhinos under seventeen. Correct. Uh, I want you to tell us uh, who you managed to bump into. Well.
1: As you do, you have to go uh, into certain rooms as ladies, mm-hmm. and whilst you're in there, you're thinking, ah, I think I've just seen a familiar person. Thinking I'll get a quick <laughs> selfie. How I was thinking... <laughs>
0: Does it look like I'm stalking? Because, you know, that's an arrestable is offense. It, is it weird asking for a <laughs> yeah. photo in the toilet? That's, do you know what this this is a topic in itself, isn't it? Is that weird? Is that socially yeah. acceptable? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you know, thinking, ooh, I'm gonna have to do this because you can't let an opportunity like that yeah. go by without sort of grabbing hold. And as I knew, Kat stepped up, absolutely no problem. Aww. Sister from another mister, let's just have this you photograph. <laughs> I she's like there. It. Yeah. What was that like for you? I've never, I've never met her. And it, it was one of these, you know, she's one of these people. People that you think I'd love to sit down, have a cup of coffee. I'll probably probably more than a coffee uh, with Cat, and just you know, just chew the fat. She's she's amazing, yeah. a lovely lovely young woman, and happy happy to accommodate. Yeah.
0: And there we go. If you see her in a toilet, you know she's up for a selfie. <laughs> well, she is. I
2: I played with Cat at Pulse, so we're quite good friends. Um, and I mean we we will get her on the podcast but we're going to have to like get the bleep machine ready because she's got
0: <laughs> she swears like a docker so that's fine that could be arranged yeah, okay. not a problem okay. uh, that's very exciting though and both teams that we've been talking about are looking strong again this season uh, do you think we could be looking at the grand finalists or is it still too early really to say that
1: I think it's too early. I mean, I saw the Thunder game against yeah. Sirens and Thunder were in control right from the start. Um, you know, there were some strong performances um from individuals within the Siren squad, but Thunder were just too strong for them and I think they walked away with every quarter and never ever looked like they were going to lose that game.
2: I I think the the Pulse performance gives teams hope against Wasps though. For them to for them to only lose by 11 and be up after quarter time, I think everyone thought that that Wasps were going to pummel them. Yeah. Um and Pulse gave them a good fight for the money and I think they put the wind up was- wasps first a little half, bit.
1: First half they were definitely in it.
2: And so I think it's it's kind of a it gives hope to other teams that if you put wasps under pressure that they're only human. They make mistakes, they can they can crumble under pressure at times. And so yeah, those two will be strong contenders to, to be in the final. But you know, teams like Bath um are also very strong and yeah. um yeah, who knows and, at this point. And let's point. not
1: forget, Sarah, you know, they are beatable. Wasps are beatable. You know, for the last two seasons, whilst I've been look, but they've done it. They have mm. turned yeah, wasps well, over I, I, and on their doorstep, it, you know. And it's, it's, been, a, them. And it's been a long,
2: long time since a team's gone through a Super League season yeah. unbeaten. Yeah. And I don't think it'll happen this year for no. sure, because I think it's tighter than ever. So, um, yeah, I think some some teams will, will have what it takes to, to beat wasps and thunder. Um but you just need to have a really good day.
0: Well, we've got the Wasps Thunder game round two. It is uh, that's going to be played on the sixth of March because uh, it was postponed due to the Quad Series. How big of a game is that going to be? I
1: think I think it's two? huge. Yeah, it's absolutely huge for spectators as well because yeah. it's probably going to be one of those end-to-end games that you pay your money to see. Tense.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think last year they won one each, mm-hmm. so um, it'll be good to see how they're stacking up
0: this year in, in that first encounter well, we'll look forward to it 6th of March like I say also before we move on now huge shout out to Wasps and England shooter Rachel Dunn she was our 200. special guest. friend of the show yes. friend yeah. of yeah. the show Rachel Dunn <laughs> 200 club uh, yeah 200th cap not that old no so that was in the Super League playing for Wasps at the weekend now that is an incredible achievement isn't it should we just give her a round of applause yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Done, well done Rachel Dunn we salute
2: you I think I think what is a little bit sad about this is that it was Rachel's Dunn dad, Rachel Dunn's dad who worked that out. Um, like The stats on players is really poor at the minute. And um, speaking to Rachel at the weekend, she was saying she thinks Hannah Reid, Susie Drain, Kerry Olmond will all be
1: around that number. Okay. But, okay.
2: but no one's worked it oh, out properly. Really? So,
1: yeah, so... There, and a like that should be celebrated, shouldn't yeah. they? We should yeah, massively. They should know that we're on the run-up to it, you know, the anticipation, waiting for it to happen, and then all bells and whistles on that game. Massively, yeah. Yeah. massively. Yeah, for
0: sure. Like, well, we'll try and do some maths then, I guess. Quick maths, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, finally, just to add, we don't yet know the Bath v. Storm result because this is a few days early. Mm. Right? Yeah, we sorry, that. that's my fault. Yeah, well done, my Sarah. <laughs> uh, so we'll all be enjoying that on Sky Sports tonight. Uh, now, both you ladies predict a predicted a bath win. Yeah. So next week, in next week's episode, we'll have a look. I'm not going to forget about oh, that. i okay? have, have to go to the ATM before <laughs> the next week. back <laughs> open. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've not actually parted with, any, with know, any of your I know. money it's yet. It's a cashless Sarah. society. It's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> right, on right, to <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, the uh, regional round of national schools because this weekend saw uh, the regional rounds. This is the biggest schools competition in the netball calendar. Now it sees under 14s, under 16s and under 19s compete. Now, firstly, have either of you been involved in this kind of competition?
2: Yes, I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I did win it. Ooh, yeah, well, thank well, you very much. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm only saying that as well, though, because it's one of one of my lasting memories of netball because it is such a difficult competition to win. Why? I, because the standards so high. All all the schools um, throughout the country enter. Um, there's top top netballing schools within that, um, and. I think I finished fourth one year, third another year, could never, could never make it. So when you actually win it, it's, it's a huge, um, yeah, it's a huge deal. And I think it's so difficult to get out of county round and then regional round. And then you go to nationals that, you know, if you, if you end up at the top of that, you,
0: you thoroughly deserve it. And how important is it for youngsters to be competing in this kind of competition?
1: I think it's really, really important. It's not just about the the netball, it's the the team spirit that it teaches you as well as anything else. That team sport mentality, it just can't be bought anywhere. And a lot of those girls that you see playing at that school level are the ones that then go on to Filter into clubs, then filter on to, to region and then hopefully end up wearing, you know, the red and white of the
0: roses. Well I guess it's kinda of like maybe a pre education for them. Like yeah. what it's going to be like. And
2: maybe. for for lots of for lots of them it'll be the first time you, you kind of go on a mini tour for Netball. So if like I think one of ours, the the finals were in Eastbourne. So we went down from, wow. from Wigan to Eastbourne. Road trip passport. Yeah, your passport out. Didn't know what that sea C business was about, but um <laughs> So yeah it's kind of like your first your first experience of touring and going away for netball and it, it it's exciting um yeah. and it's a huge yeah huge competition and i think like i met some um some girls at national schools that like you say then then go on to to national honours and you play England with. And like everyone, everyone kind of still talks about it. Like I think it was Joe Hartner or someone or w- one of the England girls saying that they still had the national schools t-shirt from like wow. 1990 something. <laughs>
0: well, so. yeah, because I guess, particularly at that time in your life, it is a huge deal. Cause-
1: and also you bear in mind as well that the girls, not the, the younger end, the tw- you know, the 14s and what have you, are still battling with what is my sport? Because yeah. they play across the spectrum at school. They'll do the hockey, they'll do the netball, they'll do the athletics. All that kind of thing. And sometimes, you know, if you can um, be involved in a competition of this this particular standard, it makes them make their mind up and makes them decide that this is what I want to do. And I've seen that, that they've experienced something like national schools and said, that's it. This, this is my path. Me. Yeah, because at some point they have to choose, especially yeah. if they are all-rounders, they have to choose.
0: And if you're listening to this now thinking, what the hell is this competition they're talking about? Basically, it includes all schools across nine regions, and it sees a mix of public and state schools uh, competing with each other. Um, and it would be fair to say, wouldn't it, ladies, that typically it's the public schools that excel at this. Um, yeah, it is, because I
2: think, you know, the sporting offer is very strong there. Um, that's also why I, stopped, why I was proud, you know, a little comp from Wigan. Yeah, Awesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> but... It, but it is is those schools but I think it's great that we've got a competition that incorporates all schools you know um independent schools have their own competition mm. which is great but then you you lump everyone together and you really do get kind of get the best of the best and everyone you know competing on a even playing field
0: but taking that into account the fact that the the public schools typically do well um do you think netball maybe runs the risk of becoming elitist if those are the ones that are excelling
1: uh, uh, I know within my own region, we're trying very, very, very hard to, to change that perception. Mm-hmm. Um, even at my own club, you know, we the, the, the group of girls that we seem to have within our catchment area go to one of those schools that, historically succeed and do very very well always get through the regional rounds and end up at the uh, competition proper and so we're trying desperately to make sure that it doesn't become elitist and that we do try and reach out and and go into those areas usually of deprivation but get out into those areas because we're keen to show that you know that anybody can play the sport and again it can't be about where you're from or what you do or what you've got in your pocket that dictates whether you play or not
2: i I think you've got kind of this this argument much more so in rugby, where you know it's kind of said that if if someone in you know state school is really good, they kind of get plucked out and given a scholarship to go to um, to go to a private school. Um, and I don't think that happens as much in netball. And I think it's really important that the franchises continue to kind of offer support to um, to players to make sure that money isn't a barrier for them playing. And mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to. They don't have to find a scholarship to go to private school to play netball. Actually, you can go down to your local club, or you can, yeah. or you can um, still get within the pathway of, of your franchise, whether that's Loughborough or, or Rhinos or whoever. Um, and it's still an, an opportunity for you to play, regardless of you know what background you come from.
0: Well, I was going to touch on that because compared to other sports, how does netball, at grassroots level, how does it compare?
2: I think it's a relatively cheap sport. I think it, I think it's got more expensive because people are given being given more opportunity. So, um, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have two or three coaching sessions a week, it's gonna cost more than if you go once a week. But um, you know, there's not a whole not a huge amount of equipment. There's like you're splitting court hire time between a number of people. So I think it's it's relatively inexpensive. But I don't. It kind of makes me sad to think that. Money would ever be a barrier for people, so.
0: But the
1: reality is, is that it is for some people.
0: Yeah. And you but, said, Mags, that you're trying. You guys are trying to sort of break that down a bit. Long term, what needs to happen for netball to develop at grassroots level?
1: Um, in, it always it always breaks down to to investment. However, what we're trying to do within, um, within the Leeds Rhino setup is use the foundation, which is a charitable arm of Leeds Rhinos Rugby League. And that charitable arm is allowed and is able to then get into all these areas where you wouldn't normally... Everybody plays sport, they're all playing it in the schools, but nobody would normally give them a second thought. And a lot of these children don't turn up to trials, don't turn up and go to clubs because they feel that, number one, they wouldn't fit in, and number two, they couldn't afford it. So the way that we're trying to do it is we will take it to them and show them that they can be involved. It's not that expensive and we will do what we can do to make sure that you are involved in the sport.
0: Joe, you know it's such a shame hearing that. You
2: know, yeah, the- it is. And I think I think the other aspect of it is, you know, trying to upskill teachers or coaches as well because if you have a good teacher at school, it, it leaves a lasting impact on you. Makes, I don't yeah. think I'd have been playing netball if no. it hadn't been for really? my PE really? teacher. Neither, no. neither. Definitely That's not. what a big impact they've That's had. Massive, yeah. absolutely massive. And like talking about this, I'm, I'm kind of thinking at the very top level, if you look at the England team, it's probably 50-50 or slightly in favour of state schools in terms of where yeah. the girls went. Yeah. Um, But I, I, I reckon probably to, to a woman, they'd say they had an incredible PE teacher. Wow. So I think getting that across as well and getting the training for teachers who do a million and one jobs a day because um, if you've got a teacher who already plays netball and loves netball, you're going to be a netball school. If your teacher plays hockey or, yeah. so doesn't, usually or doesn't play anything and doesn't want to do anything, then you know you're probably not going to be as inspired to play netball. So trying to get um, that education out to teachers and to coaches as well, I think is a big part of it.
1: And I, plus, and I, I'm one of four, and I know for a fact that my three brothers who played rugby league and did exceptionally well at it, it was off the back of that inspirational PE teacher who had rugby league as his first sport and was passionate about it and put the time in after school weekends and all of us have then managed to do exceptionally well out of it and i'll say this live on air i think we did really well so we didn't have to go to church on a weekend we could play games <laughs> um, but there it is <laughs> out there i'm sorry mum <laughs> <Even. laughs> <laughs> but it is it's the inspirational leader at school that gives you that hope and belief that you can be something and you can be someone, and they see that in you at an early age and give you the opportunity.
0: How interesting, though, that we've gone from the financial side of it to actually it can just be that one person, yeah. that yeah. one person. And if that is worked on and somebody has that leader, a child at that age has that leader, showing them, that can literally be the difference between yeah. them doing and like, it or not.
2: Shout out to those people, whether it's a teacher or a club coach. Like, I still go back and see... Um, my old high school teacher. Really? Yeah. When Stacey was home, she went back and saw her old coach at Ryland's Netball Club. I know Joe Harton goes back to Teagate Netball Club in Essex. Like, you remember those people. And so, like, shout out to all those people who were doing it day in, day out, usually for absolutely nothing. Because they're making a
1: huge, huge difference to grassroots. It's volunteers again, isn't it? Mm. Volunteers are the backbone of our sport and probably most sports.
0: Well, on that note, if your if your teacher or your coach is a volunteer and you want to thank them, then tweet us or get in touch at MyNetball Nation, and we'll give them a shout out. We'll salute them. Maggie
2: will come and have a selfie with them.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the toilet. I'm it, I'm good now.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's no. it now. No mother, other, no other place. The toilets. <laughs>
0: That's the only space you'll find, Maggie. Now, if also if you're listening, you've taken part in the national stu- schools competition again. Let us know about that. You can tweet us about anything to do with this at My Netball Nation. Uh, the finals are going to be played in March, and we'll be revealing the v- results here on Netball Nation. Uh, we we just want to hear from anyone basically who's been involved, yeah, at all, definitely. At any level. Love hearing about it. Uh, now then, though, ladies, question time. Naomi Stenhouse has tweeted mm, us. England she, legend. She 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 likes the podcast. She said it. It's like uh, having a chat down the pub with mates. Oh, we're not, we're nice not sat here one, now, pints. Mate. We've got a cuppa. That's all That's all we're drinking, yeah, I can assure what, you. That's what we get paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Naomi's question to both of you um, is, uh, she asks, who is your most and least favourite opposition and why? oh go on. Cripes, well...
1: Now, just in case you haven't realised, I'm a bit older than you, and I've stopped playing now. <laughs> um, I suppose back in the uh, Super League days, when we were out, when I was actually involved with one of the franchises, it was probably playing against Bath and their defence. And we're talking about the likes of Layla, and we're talking about Ebony because they were ruthless. You know, you just there was never any room to breathe. There was never any room to move. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, so, defence-wise, gave,
0: gave you a run for your yeah, money. Yeah. And yeah. um what about you Sarah? Um Weirdly, my favourite people
2: to play against are usually my closest friends. So, yeah, I think because for two reasons really. Because one, you can kind of knock seven bells out of each other, (laughs) and you know, and you know it's going to be fine. Because afterwards, you're probably going to go for a drink and talk about reality TV or something. (laughs) It's like it doesn't matter at all. But also, if you train together really often, it's it's a massive test because you you know each other's games so well that actually you know you've got to be at your very best because they know what you're going to do, and 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 vice versa. So you it's kind of a, a really good mental test for you um
0: that's so true you wouldn't think about that because you know what each other are gonna do you're like oh god they know my next move
2: yeah exactly so i think like players like people like jay clark and serena guthrie um and i spent a lot of time with laura langman when i was over in new zealand um those players
0: yeah Loved playing against them because they were just a massive, massive challenge. Amazing. Well, Naomi, I hope that answered your questions. And if you've got any questions, do tweet us again at My Nation. We'll be a- we'll be answering all of them next week, every single episode, basically. Now then, it's time for your favourite part of the show. You're gonna put your money where your mouth is, right? So I want your predictions ahead of round four this weekend on okay. Friday. We've got Bath versus Stars. Who is your money on, Max? Bath. Sarah.
2: Yeah, Bath. I think you're... two two home games in a week is, yeah. is great for them mm-hmm. as well. They'll, they'll love being yeah. at Bath
0: again. So you're both saying Bath. Right, yeah. yes. Saturday sees Storm versus Wasps and Loughborough at home to Sirens. Your defence is going to be up against... Uh, Captain of Ma- IT, yeah. Yeah, Mag's, Mag's mate. How do you think they'll cope? Max, oh, you don't want to answer this. Right,
1: I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a win for Wasps. Okay, um, because they're just on a roll at the moment, and they are the team in form, even though they were, you know, given a little bit of a scare last week. And I'm, I'm going to go Loughborough again. I is really that am, because yeah. Sarah said it. It. No, no, absolutely not. Really at a- her. <laughs> I just know, I just absolutely know that, that Loughborough have it within them to come away with that win, mm. to close it out. I just know because I know most of those girls. And I think up against Sirens, that they can do it. Yeah, the defence have got a big job, but it's mm. not just the circle defenders. It's every single player on that court has a defensive job to do to stop the ball getting to Cat in the first place. Yeah. And Sarah was saying that they had a great defensive game last week. Well, let's see it again keep hold of the ball and let's get it to the other end and score goals off it. For each
2: mags, can we do the team talk? Yeah, yeah I like that. Get her in. <laughs> you know? um, just, just take that snippet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Storm versus Wasps, what are you saying, Sarah? Yeah, I think
2: I think Wasps are going to have too much for Storm. Um, I've not seen a huge amount of Storm, but um, they will have their two South Africans back in Siggyberger and Shadim van der Merwe. Um, but I still think Wasps are, Wasp are going to take that. Right About Tom Rezzy game. Um, pink game, mm. remembering yeah, Tom, yeah. who was yeah. a massive part of Storm, and um, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. So that'll be an emotional time, I think, for for all those girls, but a, a really worthy cause as well. In respects Yeah. As well.
0: uh, and finally, on Monday we've got Dragons versus Mavericks. Mavs.
2: Sarah. Yeah, I think I think Mavericks will win that, but I think Dragons at home on a Monday night. It's it won't be a nice place for Mavericks to go necessarily. So just for the sake of making me and maggie different i'm gonna go Mixing dragons thank oh. god for that because they play they obviously didn't play well this week so <laughs> yeah. they're gonna be world beaters now <laughs> I like that, and you. i'm backing
0: yeah. you dragons so that don't reckon. cost me any more money <laughs> yeah one of you is going to be paying yeah. out are you next week and also sky sports match thunder versus pulse thunder all the way yeah thunder so yeah. you both agree- yeah. so the only one that you disagree in is dragons versus mavericks yeah. yeah. All right then. I'm,
2: I don't think I'm confident, but I'm going with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 15 quid you'd yeah, right. Well, you know,
2: what, what, yeah. what have I got to lose? What's money, What's yeah, money exactly. to you, Sarah?
0: Uh, and also we want to update on the wedding as well because we know, obviously, uh, Sarah's getting married to Stacey. We've been yeah. chatting about the venue.
2: We've now found out that Maggie's nephew Maggie's nephew is yeah. now going to be my, my well, wedding singer. Sing
0: yes. Like the film. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk us through this, Max, because we were having a chat before we started the podcast. Um, just quickly, Sarah, we've decided that your venue's going to be a snooker hall. Yeah. Nick, who's like one of the exec producers here, is going to be your DJ. DJ. Yeah. Uh, he's gutted about that, but it's happening. Uh, and now we found a singer. Go yeah, on. Yeah, my
1: gorgeous nephew, uh, Jordan Higo, he was a contestant on X Factor, did exceptionally well, and has got the voice of an angel. And... Um, yeah, I think I'm going to call him up and say, I've got a wedding for you to sing at. And what he band was he in in X
0: Factor? It was called New Vibe. There you go. So if you watch X Factor and you remember New Vibe, Jordan, yep. Mags' nephew. nephew. yeah. So I'm going
1: to call him in and he'll you know sing a, a little ditty
0: for you, Sarah, to get a I've what? got to
2: put all this money in the kitty, but I'm saving a fortune <laughs> this on is my true. wedding. This
0: is true. And what have you got a request that you'd like Jordan to sing? Um, What's well, like your all-time wedding song?
2: I I'd, I've never thought about it. So, I mean, we'll maybe people...
0: Yeah, we'll can we get pick. Can we get <gasps> the listeners yeah, to maybe tweet yes. in? Oh, my God, that's such a good idea. So, tweet at MyNetBallNation and let us know what you think Mag's nephew should sing at Sarah and Stacey's wedding. Yeah. Love this. Yeah, yeah. it'll gonna, be good. <laughs> this is going to be the best wedding ever, isn't it? <laughs> right then, before we wrap this up, have you got anything else that you'd like to add to this week's episode? I know that our game this week is Pink Week for breast cancer, so
2: um, similar to to Storm. Um, raising money for good funds and i love it when sports teams do stuff like this like themed games and
0: does it make it extra special
2: yeah i think it does and i think um it kind of puts things into perspective a little bit you know you win a game you lose a
0: game doesn't matter so much in the grand scheme of things yeah i mean don't don't listen to that people but
2: but but really in the grand scheme of things it's nothing compared to what people are going through so yeah proud of our sport for for getting behind good causes and you know everyone who goes to either of those games make sure you you take money, unlike myself. Everywhere, take some, take some cash. Yeah, don't Sarah take people plastic. Who carry money for her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, it's one of those um, horrible illnesses that will touch all of us in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Whether it's a friend, a sister, a mother, a cousin, a fellow netballer. Because, you know, it is within our sport as well. So dig deep, everybody. Worthy cause, Think pink.
0: And whether you're playing or whether you're spectating, yeah. just remember you, you're you lucky to be doing that. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. And you that's really are. our public service announcement for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, ladies. Right, thanks to my co-hosts, Sarah Bayman and Maggie Birkenshaw. As always, you've been amazing. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and give us a little review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can check out our website at My Netball Nation and all the social channels for more netball news. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yep. yep. Take See care. you later. Bye. This is Netball Nation.